This is AutoLine Daily reporting on all aspects of the global automotive industry. Lots of developments on the electric car front this morning. Lamborghini and the Massachusetts Institute of Technology patented a synthetic material for the cathodes in supercapacitors. Lamborghini is already using supercapacitors in its Cyan hybrid sports car, but says the new electrodes could improve the energy density by 100%. Lambo is also working with MIT to develop a new battery to meet the performance targets it wants to reach with its Terzo Millennio electric concept car. Meanwhile, Volvo will use blockchain to track where the cobalt used in the cathodes of its EV batteries come from. Most of the world's cobalt is mined in the Congo, a war-torn country in Africa where unscrupulous miners use child labor and environmentally dangerous mining techniques. Cobalt also poses a lot of health risks. So Volvo wants to make sure the cobalt it uses comes from legitimate mining companies that mine properly. Bloomberg reports that Tesla signed a long-term contract with Cattle, the Chinese battery company, which is the largest in the world. Starting next year, Cattle will supply lithium cells for the Model 3s that Tesla makes in China, but that could expand globally. For now, Tesla uses cells from Panasonic and LG Chem. Sales of electric cars slowed dramatically in the U.S. market last month, and it all has to do with Tesla. It's diverting cars to Europe and China, and that's bringing down the whole EV segment in the U.S. Sales of EVs plunged nearly 19% last month, while Tesla alone was down 26%. Even though four new entrants came into the market over the last year, they failed to grow the segment. Those new entrants are the Audi e-tron, Hyundai Kona, Kia Niro, and Jaguar I-Pace. Meanwhile, the EV stalwarts, the Nissan Leaf, BMW i3, and Chevrolet Bolt, continue to lose sales. Maybe Ford's electric Mustang-inspired CUV will change that when it comes out a year from now. But so far, traditional automakers have not cracked the code on how to get customers to buy EVs in big numbers. Ford hired the former CEO of Zipcar to run its autonomous vehicle operations. Scott Griffith will be in charge of developing Ford's autonomous vehicle brand and strategy and building out the company's fleet management and regional operations. Ford tried a ride-hailing service called Chariot using vans, but that failed. So now it's hiring someone who has experience in how to do car sharing. Aston Martin's first-ever SUV, the DBX, will make its debut in China on the 20th of this month, and here's what the interior looks like. Aston says it uses, quote, class-leading materials, and that it focused on creating a comfortable seating position for all passengers with a commanding view of the road for the driver, as well as plenty of storage spaces. In the U.S., the DBX will have a starting price of just under $190,000. You know, we heard rumors earlier this year that Chevrolet will drop the Camaro, but we didn't really believe it. So when Auto Forecast Solutions reported that there is no replacement scheduled for the Camaro after May of 2024, 
we sat up and paid attention. Now this doesn't mean there will not be a replacement for the Camaro, but if there is no replacement scheduled, it would seem that General Motors is getting ready to drop it. But if you ran GM, what would you do? Let us know. As we get closer to the debut of Ford's Mustang-inspired EV crossover, the company instead decided to unveil an electric Mustang project at SEMA. The Mustang Lithium was built through a partnership with Webesto and Ford and has an 800-volt battery system. Ford claims the Lithium has over 900 horsepower and more than 1,000 pound-feet of torque. To aid its performance, the Mustang also has a Gatrag manual six-speed transmission, parts from the GT and GT350, and a hood with see-through windows pointing to where the engine used to be. The Lithium also includes different drive modes, so you could take your electric Mustang to the track if you really wanted. The Ford Ranger Raptor is not sold in the U.S., but here's an option for anyone who wants something like it. RTR Vehicles, which was founded by racer Vaughn Gittin Jr., is now offering the Ranger RTR, which includes a unique grille, a wider fender flares, a graphics package, Fox suspension, 17-inch wheels with Nitto tires, a Ford Performance catback exhaust system, as well as a host of interior upgrades. The dealer installed package starts at $9,800. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Besides all the news on electric cars we started out the show with, there's also a lot of news coming out of the Milan Motorcycle Show. BMW is expanding its mid-range offerings with the F900R and XR. Both bikes share a platform and a 105-horsepower two-cylinder engine. The R has an active seating position that's more useful around the town, while the XR is meant for touring and traveling. BMW also showed off an even lighter and faster version of the S1000RR called the XR. It's 10 kilograms, or roughly 22 pounds lighter, has a newly developed engine with 165 horsepower, as well as a newly developed suspension setup. Honda gave its popular SH125i scooter a new, more efficient engine, as well as updated styling. The new Fireblade, which takes a lot of inspiration from Honda's racing bikes, features a 214 horsepower inline four-cylinder engine, the most powerful one Honda has ever made. The bike itself weighs a little over 200 kilograms or 440 pounds. The Fireblade will be sold in both Europe and the U.S. Honda also gave a look into the future with the CB4X. Developed under the theme, Fun 7 Days a Week, it blends elements of sport and touring bikes with a healthy dash of crossovers. The Spanish automaker Seat, which is owned by the VW Group, is also jumping into the motorcycle market. It will develop an electric bike with the equivalent performance of a 125cc engine. It's working with the electric motorcycle maker Silence, which is based in Barcelona. The bike will go on sale next year. And lastly, Aston Martin teamed up with historic motorcycle maker Bruff Superior to make the AMB001. It's powered by a turbocharged V-twin engine with 180 horsepower, while the bike itself only weighs 180 kilograms, or roughly 400 pounds. 
One of the reasons it's so light is that parts of the carbon fiber body are part of the bike's structure. The AMB001 goes on sale in the fourth quarter of next year, but it's not street legal. Only 100 will be made, and prices start at 108,000 euro, or nearly $120,000. And we've got a great Autoline After Hours coming up tomorrow with Joe D. Simone, the CEO of a company called Carbon 3D. They've come up with a revolutionary way to do 3D printing that's completely different than anyone else and it could have a lot of automotive applications. In fact, it already does. Learn more this Thursday when we go live at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. But that's it for today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll be right back here again tomorrow.